the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, honey, hey, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Welcome to Thursday, and we are getting closer to the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl first, ladies and gentlemen, mm. and then Valentine's Day on Tuesday. Two, two, two great days in one week. So, for Valentine's Day, Valentine's evening. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon the percentages are, is, are, uh, for how many couples go out to eat on Tuesday? I wouldn't think it would be very many. Um, I would think it would know, be. No, actually, I would think it would be a lot because there's a lot of, you know, dates, first-time dates and stuff, Valentine's Day dates. I okay. think it's a pretty busy day for the restaurant industry. Even though it's a weekday. Yeah. Now, historically, depending on the restaurant, Tuesday uh, in fact, where Caleb works, they don't even open the, the bar yeah. on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. But Wednesday on, it's full tilt boogie. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure the restaurant industry loves it when Valentine's Day falls on Tuesday because it's not a normally busy day for them. Dear Jesus, <laughs> please make Valentine's Day Tuesday from now on in <laughs> Jesus' name. <laughs> Why do the restaurant owners sound like? Uh, Southern Baptist preachers. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think Jesus, well, we know Jesus could do that, but would he do that? I, that's probably very low on his priority list. But he's managed to put Thanksgiving on the, wait a minute, the third or fourth Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he got approval. Here we are, the United States of America. We've got the right and we've got the left, but Mm -hmm. Jesus managed to get Christmas Day on the 25th every single year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was his birthday. He said, (laughs) you know what? I know it's not the actual day I was born, but how about the 25th of December? What would Jesus want for his birthday? Now, those who please, you know, I'm jesting. We (laughs) know that he wants all humanity to to follow him. that, That would be awesome. That would be my birthday present. Yeah. But what? I mean, here is he has everything. What does he? Yeah. What does he want? He's yeah. He's the creator <laughs> of all. What What does he need? Now I don't another know another pair of sandals. That's what he needs. <laughs> <laughs> does do you think Jesus watches the chosen? Um. Uh, well, <laughs> of course he does. He, he watches. He goes. I don't look like that. <laughs> That Jonathan Rumi. Oh, oh my gracious. Yeah. Well, wonderful he, job. He looks need, better. He, he needs an Academy Award. Uh, Gabriel? <laughs> See two of those. And while you're at it, put the 14th of February on every Tuesday from now on <laughs> for those working in the industry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is that blasphemy? I, I, I probably is. Yeah. I don't know where that line is because. 
You know, ask a lot of when. No, I won't say that. Never mind. When I pastored a church back in the day, see, you see why <laughs> I'm. Oh, you were a pastor. That makes much more sense <laughs> now. <laughs> see why I mess things up. I say so many, even today when they allow me, I always say this when, when they ask me to preach, yeah, I stand up and of course I thank, you know, the lead pastors for allowing me to, to, to preach and to minister and also say, I always preach like this is my last sermon, my last time, because it could be <laughs> Dan puts now Dan found this toy on StreamYard If you're listening. <laughs> Uh, and I wish we, uh, you know, we, maybe we should start keeping these videos. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan found a little thing that under your name on StreamYard, StreamYard is like a Zoom. Yeah. And you can put a title or you can put a, uh, what, a, a, a website. <laughs> yeah. It says Rick Probes, <laughs> blast from this preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan. I'll be looking <laughs> on YouTube now. Yeah. And uh some reformed some reformed theologian will be on there uh talking about me, no doubt. <laughs> you know, if you're a reformed preacher and you're talking about me, you've scraped the bottom of the barrel when it comes to any type of news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh definitely. Yeah. Well there you go. That now we're now we're Thank even, you. So thank you. You just wanna what's that say? Complete what? Ignoramus. <laughs> Dan put under his or Don, depending on how you're feeling, complete yeah. ignoramus. There you go. Does ignoramus, the way it's spelled, see, I don't see that word often. It looks like close to like iguana. I mean, it's like, oh, is that how you spell that? <laughs> complete spell, iguana. How do you spell it? <laughs> there we go. That's what I need. We got a um, we got an email from the beard. Who is our boss? Yeah. And every year they have something called the Gabbies. It's the it's GAB, the Georgia what of broadcasters. broadcasters, and then they're the Gabby Awards. Gabby Awards, yeah. and uh, Dan won one. I think you won one. When was that? It's in your it office. It was many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. I have not won one yet, and I'm still bitter about it because I do enter from time to time. Mm. But you just enter, and then a group of your peers in the in the Atlanta radio industry they they'll they, judge you. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. Do they send them like last year? I sent uh, some things in and do they do they send it individually? And they go and they the guy goes, yeah, that's I'll give that guy a six. I'll give that guy a five and a half. And then they get together and they tally it and they figure, oh, OK, well, he's you know, he is. Um, I think this year. Now, we didn't enter for Faith Talk Live, and that, that's the thing that the beard wants us to do. He wants us to go back and get something from faith talk live of 2022 mm. and enter it. And I figure we could probably get some great interviews and maybe chop those up. I don't know. Yeah. But because we have, uh, those of you that don't know, we have an Atlanta cluster. We have what four stations now there was five. Now we have four stations. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I entered something that aired on another station and, uh, I think I got, uh, it's, it's, it's just a kind way of saying you're a loser, but I didn't, I didn't place. I got. I was a finalist, as from what I understand. Uh, so you a got final. an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, that's almost like every kid on the team getting a trophy, or yeah, every much. team in the league getting a trophy. 
You get a gold want, star. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here. Yeah. I mean, I'm 62, almost 63, Gabby people. <laughs> I don't have much time left. <laughs> it would be very kind of you to give me a Gabby. My last breath, I will say thank you. They'll give you a lifetime of service award for a Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for this station and every year we're not every, no, every month they would give out a particular award. I won't give the name out because it, it, it might let someone know who that station was. And I don't mm-hmm. want that to get out. Um, and they would, uh, you know, uh, uh, give this award. Well, it was em- usually employees in the company. And, uh, I found, I was getting ready to leave for my next job. And they like loaded me up with months of these. I don't know what. Oh my gosh. I like, oh, you make trying to make me feel good? <laughs> trying to make me feel bad? Make you stay. <laughs> How come I have three of these? Everybody else gets one. And listen, I love I when I do a job, I love to do it right. But I'm not a by the letter guy. I'm I'm kind of a, I, I can tend to, to lean getting in trouble or whining a bit. And that's why the beer, at any time there's anybody of any, what would you say, Dan, that, that comes from our company that is important, the beer never, ever introduces that person to me because he, he just somehow reroutes his trip. Well, it's just like a, a drive-by. It's like, oh, and that's Rick Probst. And uh, over here, <laughs> we have Jonathan Bryant. <laughs> I didn't notice it. The first couple of times, but then, then I started uh, after that, I was like, you know, he, he's doing this on purpose. He's moving them right along. I, I, I get ready to say something, raise my finger and say something. And he says, nothing to see here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good thing in the sense of that, if they would allow me to say something, then I might not have a job the next day. It's not against the company. Yeah. It's just something. He's doing it for your benefit. He's doing it for my good. <laughs> Thank you, Beard. We all need a trophy. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't even know when that is, but it's uh, sometime in the spring. We're yeah, supposed it's to coming up sometime soon. Hey, if you have any ideas, maybe your favorite interview that Dan and I have done on Faith Talk Live, call Shamso, 404 Chip and Joanna Gaines celebrating 20 years, not only of marriage coming up, but 20 years ago, they started Magnolia. And they, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe it? And on, on their, um, was it on the, the, it was either on the, you know what I've noticed now they have their own network, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's where they made the announcement, Uh. but, they they that for a while there on uh, HGTV they didn't play fixer upper stuff. Mm-hmm. I just assumed because Chip and Joanna had their own deal, and you know I I'm not going to pay for another service. Uh, so but all of a sudden some of the older ones started coming back. So I don't know there might, I don't know if it was a contract thing, and some mm-hmm. of the early ones that we've seen before, and so I'm enjoying them again because they're being replayed but yeah 20 years boy they didn't wait they got married and jumped right into it yeah yeah they did well i think i think i don't know for sure but i think chip was already in the construction industry somehow and 
she just had a, one of those things where she had an eye for design. So Oh, she does. They both work together well. Yeah. And I love the hair transition. It's just uh, when he has long hair and a beard, then he doesn't yeah. have long hair and he has a beard, and then he has short hair with a beard. And Meanwhile, her hair has not changed. Oh, she's has not changed same. color, has not changed style. She looks the same. Yeah. She looks the same to me. Anyway. All right, let's take a break. Check out our website. Uh, always some great stuff there. We'll tell you more in our next segment. FaithTalkAtlanta.com. Let's take a break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk. Hey there, look out. It's uh, Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Welcome to uh, Thursday, Valentine's Day. We're talking about a little bit about this in the last segment. Uh, and if you check out our website, faithtalkatlanta.com, speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, you could win some money for your Valentine. What's it? $2,000. $2, I want you to notice something here. Yeah. It's not $20. Mm-mm. It's not $200. It's not, not even that a- cheap. Nope. It's not even a thousand dollars. It's two thousand dollars. And correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. You can enter every day. Every day you can enter, so that gives you so many chances. Well, I mean, whatever you know, you got a week's worth of chances about. So, yeah. so get signed up. FaithTalkAtlanta.com. Cracker Barrel wants couples to say yes at a Cracker Barrel. Nothing says love like those biscuits at Cracker mm. Barrel. They are good biscuits. The chain is offering a free year of of um, of Southern Fried repasts to five couples. I don't know what that means, according to this article. I guess you get you can eat there uh, for a few years. What hmm. a free year of food, maybe? Wow, well, I don't I'd, know. I'd gain so much weight if I were eating there every day. Uh, you can go online. Uh, they didn't give the website here. It's probably like crackerbarrel.com, dot com. I would guess. Com. Yeah. But, uh, hey, don't hold me to that free food. It just, the article didn't make it clear, but they want to make a big deal about it. Now, is it if you get married there at the Cracker Barrel or? No, it's uh, it's uh, who get engaged. Oh, get engaged. Okay. Get engaged. So if, say, if you're getting married, man, those, those stores are packed so full of stuff. There's no room to do a wedding ceremony in there. You're right. You're absolutely right. And uh, I still think it's cool to go. We don't go often. We used to go. Donna loves Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't go that often anymore, but, uh, we love hanging out. Of course, the, the, I mean, uh, we used to love taking the kids in the gift shop and they loved it too. Cause they always got something. Oh yeah. Anyway. So, uh, check that out. I wonder how many people, uh, guys propose to their uh, to be wife on Valentine's Day. I bet well, it's on a- Valentine's Day. I'd guess quite a few. Probably. High percentage, right? Yeah, I would think. Although, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, she's going to be expecting it on Valentine's Day. Let me do it on a day she's not expecting it. Like the day after? But sure. Yeah. Or the day before. Although if she expected it on Valentine's Day and you didn't do it till the day after, she might break it off that night, Valentine's mm-hmm. evening. Yeah. Yeah. If she was that uh, devastated. Yeah. Or if you did if you did it the day before, and then she would tell you that she had her heart set on being proposed to on Valentine's Day, then you're you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she says, you know, I have always wanted to get uh, proposed to on Valentine's Day, then you probably ought to do it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Is that how most women sound like? No, no, of course not. No. 
<laughs> That's just in my head. <laughs> so you're saying that a young lady would communicate that before sometime in the relationship. Now that would be if she, she did. Might, yeah, she might throw it out as a hint. Yeah. But now let okay. Now wait a minute. Now you and I have both been married a long time. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are things that our wives expect us to do and say that they've never communicated. Right. They just want us. We should know. Yeah. So so if that's the case, there's got to be some women out there that are just thinking, oh, if he loves me, even though he doesn't know, he will propose on Valentine's Day. This this could really get ugly. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are some women out there who think that, oh, he'll just know because he knows me so well. And meanwhile, the guy's thinking, hmm, I wonder what football game is on. And, you know, they should know that, right? Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies, I'm speaking to you. If you're mm-hmm. married, you know this already, right? Your your husband can't read minds and vice versa. If you're getting ready Very to true. get married, if you know somebody and they just think that uh, they'll be able through osmosis to communicate it, it, it doesn't work that way. No, that's not communication. Men are from... What was that old book? Men are from uh, men are from Mars, Mars? and are from Venus, and it's the truth. Yep, uh, it, it is the truth. As Dan said, you know, he'll be thinking about the football game, or, mm. or what's for dinner next. That's usually what I'm thinking about. So I'm thinking about okay, how am I going to pay for this? <laughs> so I don't think about that. I think it's just oh, we got plenty of money. There's still checks in the checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> See, we save money. Like when we went to Disney, we saved money, but I still. Didn't enjoy myself mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. And this is me. I'm worried about can we afford this, although we've all, even though we have already saved, because you never know when you might have to spend more. Right, right. And so I'm always going, okay, did I save enough? You know, uh, okay, if we spend this, are we going to have it when we get back? Then when we get back, I'm so worn out. And I just, the, you know, I get. <laughs> It wasn't a vacation. You need a vacation from your vacation. (sighs) Somebody won $754.6 million. That was the Powerball jackpot Mm -hmm. that I forgot to play. Thank you for reminding me, Donna Probst. Um, When when I told her this story and she said, yeah, but a couple of people won a couple of million dollars. uh, I guess you didn't play. Uh, No, (laughs) I, I, I forgot. Yeah, I, I did not play. You know, unless it gets up to a billion, it's just not worth it. I mean, 754. <laughs> I think he walks away with uh, 400 something is what I what I heard on on television. That's nothing. So, so now, ladies, if you're if he's this guy's single, if you're looking for there's somebody you need to whether he proposes to you on Valentine's Day or not, that's that guy. Yeah, he'll be a popular guy. He will be a popular popular guy hey our prayers out to um the turkish and uh syrian christians and mm. and those that are not christians uh, let's be honest yeah. uh the bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust so god has got mercy and grace on people even that don't follow him mm-hmm. um so praying for them i am i am i'm serious when i say this you know when they were showing just this massive earthquake and saying that there were people under the rubble. And it, to me, it's like unbelievable that people can survive, mm-hmm. but they're pulling out children and babies and people. And uh, I've been praying and I know a lot of you have been praying, God, you know, just 
protect these, save these people, get them out of there. And sure enough, they're coming out of there. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, humanly possible, but I believe God's hand is on, on people, but praying for them. Yeah. That's and, a mess the, over there. and the Christians are trying to not only minister to the people, but helping out with emergency responses. So they're not just going, well, you know, whatever God's will is. No, they're in there getting their, their hands dirty. Anyway, yeah. I think it's about time to take a break. If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. You help me. Uh, no, we got a couple minutes left here. A couple more minutes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, the other day I found this 108 corny jokes or dad jokes. I guess you could call them. Awesome. And I, I thought, like dad jokes. I printed them out. I've read over a few of them, and some of them. Are, eh. Uh, but this one, and, and uh, I could say I'd read one a day, but uh, one a day, but I, I'd probably forget. Hmm. But here's the top one. What did the horse say after it tripped? What did after. the horse say after it tripped? Yeah. Uh, uh, whoa. That's pretty, I don't know. No. Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I told you. That's... I told you. I told you they were corny. Uh, I'll read one more. Let me see which one. Uh, what? Uh, how do you make an egg roll? You you just roll it. Pretty close. Push, you push it. Yeah. I saw one the other day. Let me let me see if I can find it here real quick. While you're looking there, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I I follow a one on Instagram. And oh, you do. A lot of times, some funny ones. Well, I'm not that smart. I didn't I didn't realize that you could could do that. Oh, here it is. Just saw a real idiot at the gym. He put a water bottle in the Pringles holder on the treadmill. (laughs) I love it. Now that is funny. That's very, very, very funny. Which I saw a meme, and I know we got to go to break in a second. I saw a meme today, I think it was, and it was a a guy that said... um, uh, people were looking at him in the gym, and his water bottle was a Hershey's syrup. <laughs> it looked like he was drinking Hershey's syrup. That's funny. Is it syrup or syrup? I guess it depends syrup. on where you're from. Syrup. 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 Syrup? I don't know. Syrup. syrup. Hershey's syrup. Syrup. I like, don't know. I can't think of how I say it now. Growing up, we used to call the faucet the spigot. Well, I think the spigot's actually what's outside, but... Donna just thought that was so funny. And every now and then I'll call it what I learned when I grew up and she'll yeah. make fun of me. So just get water out of the spigot. Let's go get the spigot. I think that's outdoors though, but I, yeah. I used it for everything. Yeah. Anyway, check out our website, faithtalkatlanta.com for all various and sundry things. You can send messages to your favorite Faith Talk Atlanta teaching and talk uh, radio ministries. They'd love that too. Yep. Faithtalkatlanta.com. Hey, take a break. Let's be, uh, we will be back. Uh, I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. What a pleasure to talk to these two. It's Fox and Rob Richardson, and they have a book. It is out. It is called Time. First of all, guys, welcome. Thank you so thank much, you, Thank Jay you, thank you all for having us. My gracious, I don't even know where to begin as I read. The publisher sent me a, a press kit, and I read through it, and I'm like, what a story. This yes. story 
is a real life story, which we'll get into. It's a documentary that was out in uh, out in what 2020. It was nominated in 2021 for an Academy Award. The book now is out. The long and short of it: 21 years in Angola. Rob spent and uh, Fox at home with six six boys. My yes. gracious, I have three boys. You need a you're a saint now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Rob was supposed to stay in Angola for 61 years, but got out in 21. It is a miracle on every and every angle. Let's talk about it. Fox, where do we begin? Oh, probably with Rob um, giving a little backstory about us would be the best place. Thank you. Yeah. I guess with that being said, uh, for those uh, that are listening in for the very first time, uh, Fox and I collectively are known as Fox and Rob. Uh, we're a formerly incarcerated couple who've spent more than 21 years uh, behind bars before receiving clemency in 2018. Uh, prior to going to uh, prison, which was um, September of 1997, uh, the history of Fox and Rob goes all the way back to 1987, uh, where we met as uh, high school sweethearts through a mutual friend of ours. After about 10 years of on again, off again, uh, relationships with one another. I finally hit her over the head with a club, drove her, <laughs> uh, drug her back in the cave and said, hey, woman, you're going to marry me and you're going to do it today. She didn't do it that day, but the next week we ended up uh, eloping to, uh, to a small chapel in uh, Kissimmee, St. Cloud, Florida, uh, where we exchanged nuptials with each other. Uh, we entertained ourselves later on that night at what was then called Pleasure Island, which was a destination at the uh, Disney property. Mm -hmm. And uh, we consummated our marriage that night by bungee jumping and uh, <laughs> declaring wow. all over the uh, all over the city of Orlando that uh, we were the couple to mess with. <laughs> Real seekers, you guys. Wow. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So that's, uh, that's got to be book two. I know, right? <laughs> Real, Real seekers. That's right. That's right. But uh, we got back home and uh, with uh, plans on, you know, starting our lives anew, we purchased uh, what would become our family's first home uh, and uh, launched our first business. Launched our first business not too long thereafter. And, and uh, uh, just when we thought that we had arrived, boy, whatever could collapsed. happen, happened. <laughs> wow. What do they call it? Murphy's Law? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. The beautiful house that we thought we bought, uh, that we thought we had. Uh, ended up having uh, it was on a bad foundation. The, the foundation, foundation was cracked. cracked. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, added uh, did uh, additions to the house, and the additions were done so terribly that the uh, that the roof was uh, was was screwed up and um, had a bad leak in the yeah. first storm that hit the house. Boy, leak is uh, is is putting it lightly. Yes, we had a flood. Went yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rain and that joker like it was Katrina. Yes. Wow. And wow. so from that, um, we realized as novice in business that we had broken the first three rules of business, location, location, location. Mm -hmm. We had opened a, a hip hop clothing store in an industrial um, part of the city. And um, and then if that wasn't enough, we turned around and the investor that we had for our expansion pulled out on us. And a couple of weeks later, our son, uh, our youngest son started having seizures that mm. went undiagnosed. So it was like within mm. the first six months of marriage, we started out at an all time high. Um, we were the happiest we'd ever been in our lives. And six months later, faced with financial crisis, we tried to take money to regain financial solvency and achieve what we thought was the American dream mm -hmm. and um, ended up facing 297 years in prison. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me think about one of the questions that Rob posed to us 
posed to me when we first found ourselves steeped in so much trouble, so much affliction. And he says, so, um, Fox, we made a vow for better or for worse. Did you think the better was going to come first? <laughs> and I paused and I was like, well, yes, yeah. at least 10 years the better, you know, like, you know, at least a seven year itch or something, not seven yeah. months, you know? Wow. 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 So you guys jumped right into it. And, uh, and so fast forward a little bit, you, you end up in prison. Let's talk about. Being in prison can be a learning experience. What did you guys learn while you were in there? For me, it was that nothing was more important than my family. And I don't think that prison taught me that as much as I was so happy that Rob and I had finally um, bought our family under the, um, what did it say, under the leadership of God, that we had put put our union under the umbrella of God. And mm-hmm. um, it was the happiest moment of my life. And it was the reason why I even started filming in the first place. Um, for those who have seen Time, the documentary, it, it, it opens up with me saying, well, there we are, the rich family. What do you think about that? (laughs) And so um, as soon as my husband went in in that bank and I had to go back and explain to our oldest son that his father was not coming home, what I clearly understood was that we thought that money could fix it and make everything better for our family when Mm -hmm. our family already had everything we needed to make it. We had each other and we had the love. And mm-hmm. and those are the things that are most important in this life. And um, and as we have spent time in Hollywood with people who have all the wealth and all the fame, it still takes us back to that humble lesson of saying that they have all of the wealth and fame and they still don't have the joy of the Lord in their hearts that only comes from the love of God. Yeah. And so. That was what I learned immediately. And that was before I even went to prison was that my family was everything and everything is family. Mm-hmm. Well said. Thank we're, you, ta- we're talking with Fox and Rob. The book is out. It's called Time. You'll want to pick that up. And if you can uh, check out the documentary as well. Where can they see the documentary now? Is it on a streaming service somewhere? Or how can they see it? Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, so okay. they can stream it there. It is on Amazon Prime. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit. We want you to see the documentary. We want you to read the book. All right, so it's a miracle that you're out. You should have spent, according to the press release, more time, but you're out. Tell us about the miracle, where you are now, and where you're going. Oh, my God, uh, the miracle, boy. 21 uh, years of miracles. <laughs> I think that it's first uh, important to note, to note that uh, God performs his greatest miracles in, mo- in many of the darkest, most lowest uh, points that we find ourselves in life and, um, you know, being um, uh, confined to uh, for 21 years and four days in what is uh, known as uh, America's bloodiest prison, uh, Angola yeah. State yeah. Penitentiary, where you're talking about where uh, men are hopeless and uh, uh, live daily in despair. And, um, you know, man, that it, it's a terrible place. And uh, when you think about the mass majority of the men that are there, have been sentenced to uh, Angola to um, with, uh, you know, life without parole. They've been sentenced yeah, to life right. sentences with no opportunities at parole, uh, suspension of sentences or any of the sorts. And the men, uh, the uh, percentage of those men, I think maybe 15 to 20 percent of the men, uh, much like myself, did not actually have life sentences, but had what would amount to practical life sentences because they had been given so many years of mm-hmm. time to serve. And uh, at the um 
And when you think about the uh, truth and sentencing that was created in the early 1990s under the Clinton administration, it made it to where anybody that had been convicted for a crime that would um, that would um, be identified as a crime of violence, then you would have to do 85 percent of whatever time you were issued. So when you think about me being issued a 61 year sentence, I would have had to do more than 51 years before becoming eligible uh, for wow. parole consideration. Uh, but, you know, as they say, uh, the devil is a lie. Uh, God is the truth. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we had an angel that uh, entered our lives. Uh, crazy enough, uh, a white male Republican from Brentwood, California, who happened <laughs> to find himself in, uh, you know, in, in, in the uh, in the city of New Orleans. Uh, where he met, of all people, our son, one of our twins, our 17-year-old son. son, Freedom. Wow. Hmm. They were holding a uh, an event uh, at Loyola University at one of the uh, colleges here uh, to which uh, Freedom had been invited to come out and, uh, you know, and, and be speaker. a part of. And uh, the speaker that was there noticed uh, Freedom from a question that he asked. And um, from that, he was so moved by the question that he had been asked and the presentation uh, that Freedom had made in that moment. And uh, as Freedom was getting ready to uh, attempt it, to exit the building, he stopped, uh, the speaker stopped in the middle of his speech and said, hey, kid, he says, hold up, where are you going? He said, don't go nowhere. I'm about, I'm about to change your life. Wow. To which my son, uh, my son conceded and came back in to sit through, not knowing, you know, what the guy actually meant by the statement or anything of the sort. But uh, fast forward, after uh, an audience with uh, my wife and Freedom and uh, his other brothers, uh, the guy was so moved because he said that, man, one, I hadn't met anybody as impressive as your son, Freedom, in the last 25 years of my life. Wow. And uh, equally, I am, I am equally as uh, impressed by his five other brothers who, um, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking that when I meet people that have, you know, that have these uh, circumstances, um, you know, as, as a reality for themselves, that they're usually broken in spirit and, um, and, and definitely do not uh, reflect the uh, yeah. joy, elation and love that, you know, that, that this unit uh, seems to be having right here. And he says uh, to Freedom, he says, what can I do? What can I do to, to help make your life better? Freedom gave him a number of things. I think it may have been three things, but one thing in particular, he said that he, uh, he, his father was not at home and he wanted to have me home, not for himself, but for his younger brother, because he felt like that his younger brother deserved to have his mm -hmm. father in the household with him. with him. And uh, wow. with that being said, uh, the gentleman, uh, he made no promises other than the fact that he would speak to, uh, to those in power and uh, would, you know, would Present report back family. to us. Yeah. Uh, he presented that uh, our family to, uh, to the, uh, the governor of our state and uh, to which the governor told him that uh, if you get past the pardon board, uh, I'll sign the clemency. Wow. So it was kind of one of those moments that, you know, you see in the Bible, that, you know, for those that are Bible readers. Uh, you don't have to read too far into the book. Just read, you know, in the in the first opening when they talk about uh, when they talk about Joseph and uh, how it is that Joseph, through just uh, staying diligent, uh, staying faithful, and all of that, right. even though Joseph had Joseph had been dealt a bad hand, um, he was ultimately relieved of the of the situation of prison after about ten to twelve years of doing time. And then once he got out, he was uh, placed only second uh, in power to that of the king. Mm. Now. Fox and I did not come out and uh, come out of the prison experience and be placed second in power to the governor of our state. 
But boy, when you think about the fact that we came from the pits of hell and ended up on the red carpet at, at the yeah. 93rd most exclusive Oscars ever. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty close. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. wow. Fox and Rob, uh, it's uh, a book out. It's out now. It's called Time, and you can also see it on Amazon, on Prime, the documentary, and uh, what a story it is. Guys, you minister to so many people. Uh, It sounds to me like uh, you're going to be ministering to so many, many more people uh, with this story. Unbelievable. We'd love to get you back and, and talk to you more about it, maybe in a few months to check on the book and how you guys are doing. And if you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, look at that picture on the wall there. Isn't that a beautiful picture? I love that picture. <laughs> that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can they go? Uh, Dan, you have the, the uh, website there. There, foxandrob.com is a great place to go to. Again, the book is called Time, and uh, the documentary is called Time. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith on Point. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. There she is. She's one of our favorites. That's no lie. Uh, Rhonda Corey with us, comedian. And she's going to talk about the Funny Together Tour, which is a really cool concept. She's wanted to do it for a while. She's doing it. Rhonda, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're good. It's been a while since we've talked to you. And of course, your your lovely dog, Chewy. Uh, He's here. He's right next to me. Is he, is he next to you there on the mm-hmm. passed out on the floor? <laughs> he's he's uh, oh, well, let's see, let me see, let me see. Uh, there he is. <laughs> there he yep. is. I'm yep, serious, he up. has to be right by my side every single second. So he loves his mom. Everybody needs a Chewy, that dog <laughs> is amazing. In fact, he needs his own show, the Chewy Show. And so. maybe that's something we can look into <laughs> in a little while. Well, let's catch up with you. Uh, of course, you do Talk is Cheap, right? Are you, are you doing that tonight? Well, actually, I put Talk is Cheap was on a little pause because okay. um, I uh, decided to just kind of, you know, table that for a while. Um, it was great during the pandemic, and um, and then I kept it going. But um, I really had a desire to put my hands uh, working on something else. So, um, Well, good for you. Good for you. Now, uh, I just noticed that Jennifer O'Brien uh, is watching. Now she's got a she's got a. Dr- We're going to talk to her tomorrow. Actually, she's going to be on the show. So excited! She's got a dry bar comedy thing. Uh, it's either coming out or it's out today. Not- today. Is that out today? Coming out today. Yeah. Right. Oh, and, for her. and if I remember right, you have one of those as well, don't you? Yes, so that should be coming out soon. I mean, it should be coming out with probably the next month or two. Okay, well, let us know so that we can so that we can promote that. And there's Michelle. Yeah. Uh, I heard the scorekeeper quit. <laughs> yeah, the scorekeeper quit. That's why I couldn't do it. And and actually, Chewy wouldn't renew his uh, contract for talk is cheap. So, oh, Chewy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you weren't you weren't giving him enough uh, of those hemp treats. I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, let's do this. Uh, you've got the funny together tour. FunnyTogetherTour.com. Yes. And I, and I know this is something that you've wanted to do. Tell us why you want to do this and what's going on. So I'm super excited about the Funny Together Tour. What it is, is, uh, well, you see how many funny friends I have. And, 
you know, it's great seeing them virtually, but there's nothing better than getting together with your funny, you know, your funny friends and putting on a comedy show. And so um, I like doing comedy, but I love doing comedy in a uh, church, you know, because I really feel that the Christian community needs great, clean, quality entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to bring that into the church. How, but, but there's more, wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because um, I also think it's really great for the church to use this as a community outreach. This is a great way to bring people um, to the church uh, uh, with a non-intimidating um, uh, event. You know, it's a great way to get them in and just to see that um, Christians aren't really that crazy. <laughs> you know, we're crazy. I mean, we're crazy, we're but crazy, you know? <laughs> um, so I just think it's a great way to do it. And the cool thing is that I'm doing it in a way that there is no cost to the host church. So um, the risk is on me. And um, so I will do the, you know, the promoting and the, um, and the sponsored ads to get um, people in that area to see the show And the church just has to host and have a few volunteers and they can get a comedy show in their church. Wow. So talk about who all, uh, it's funny together. So I'm assuming it's not just you, uh, no. <laughs> who all's going, who all's going with you? So depending on, you know, depending on the area and availability of the comedians, I have 13 other comedians right now that wow. um, are on the tour. Michelle Van Dusen being one of them. Um, we have, uh, I have comedians all the way from uh, Rhode Island to California Arizona. So we have uh, Robert G. Lee. Um, we have Brian Kahatsu. I'm trying to go by states, but if you know my geography, <laughs> that is not going to work out well. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Because I'm like, yeah, I don't know where anybody is. Uh, we have Dory McLemore. Um, we have, I'm going to, June uh, Colson. I call her June Colson Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I have to have all the, the people in front of me from here. I have Mike Murray. Um, I need to bring the picture up because, like, now, you know, when somebody puts you on the spot and you're like, oh, <laughs> no, that never happens to us. We no, never put no, people on no, the spot, Rhonda. No, never. <laughs> um, oh, Angie Beningo is, uh, um, uh, is on the tour. Um, uh, Sean Reynolds, Leslie Robb. Um, See, this is good practice for when you win like an Emmy or a Grammy. Yeah. you got to think quickly about all the names. <laughs> yes, and I'm not think. good at it, am I? I should have had everything. <laughs> David Pendleton. I mean, we have amazing, um, amazing um, comics. Um, Chris Young, Michelle Krajewski, Mary Ellen Rinaldi. I mean, we have some amazing, amazing people on this tour and um, I'm sure it's going to grow as it grows, you know, of course. but super excited. I mean, what is better than getting to, uh, you know, watch a comedy show, but um, with some really talented people. Wow. We're talking with uh, Rhonda Corey and funny together tour. You can have uh, that tour at your church. And as Rhonda said, no cost to you uh, or your church, just a few volunteers, but what a great outreach. And uh, I mean, it is, I mean, this is an old saying, but humor just kind of brings the walls down anyway yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for everybody it just kind of loosens everything up. Um, and that's uh, a really great thing to, uh, to, to do. So uh, check it out. Funny together tour.com. 
You know what you should do? And there's a lot of people I know that tell you this all the time. But when you get together with your crew, because there's so much funny stuff that goes on when you're talking with each other, right? Somebody, yeah. Somebody should do like a documentary and film it. And then, yeah, and then you can have it. I mean, wouldn't that be cool yeah, with all the funny, fun. all the funny people, you know, and am I right? You guys kind of play off of each other and there's humor that comes out that maybe we miss. It's crazy when we get together. It really is. But yeah, we talk a lot of smack to each other. <laughs> we, talk, we talk smack, but it's so funny because, you know, everybody just is like one upping each other. It's just, yeah. it's a blast. I, I, I love that. I mean, I love being with everybody. We're going to be all getting together. Um, of course, for the uh, Christian comedy association connect we have that now every single year and so that's coming up in june and so i'm super excited about that too well uh, tess wants to know if you're coming to canada she said we need some laughter up here so yeah. it could be fun to come to canada in oh, the summertime awesome. yeah up there in the wintertime eh? <laughs> hey i don't i can't do it i'm sorry i'm not i'm sure tess is probably tired of hearing people do oh, I'm sure, yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure she is that would be that would be cool no that would be cold is rick <laughs> cold. Volun- is rick volunteering to do the bts filming lo lol michelle yeah. yeah that would be awesome i seriously do behind the scenes I filming that'd be, that'd be fun all yeah. right well let's put you on another spot here uh Rhonda. who is most likely to uh to talk smack first in, in a oh, crowd gosh. you know uh, what i don't i don't know it could be me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it depends all all you have to do is one little slip up and you're gone yeah i mean that's it that's mm. it but we're always we're always messing with each other but it's fun you know we yeah. can take it so that's that's the cool thing is you know we can take it well, I know if uh, Jen and Robin O'Brien are involved, they they would be right in there for sure. <laughs> right, Jen? I know you're listening. And you and Robin both would be right in there. Just, you know, just Robin, uh, Robin, you know, Rhonda, we met those two. How many years ago, Dan? We were uh, doing many. the uh, CMA when Ken Kington was the was the was the president. Yeah. The Grand Poobah. And we were doing a, a live show for a couple of days. And these two young ladies came by. And next thing we knew, they like uh, took the took over, took the microphones, and they were like, it, it was, "I mean, it was it was almost like a hurricane." And we've never been the same since. We're getting counseling every week because of that event. And, and oh, so the is Robin. Sisters. Yeah. yeah, the O'Brien sisters are the best. Yeah. They are the best. Love them. It's Love easy her. to bring Robin to her knees just by saying something about, you know, Steve Perry or or a Kokomo by the Beach Boys. You just talk about the music that she hates. You got to love it. <laughs> oh, she hates the Beach Boys? Oh, yeah. well, she hates Kokomo by the Beach Boys. I don't know about the Beach Boys as a whole, but yeah, there's something about Kokomo. Jen, Jen knows the story. I'm sure she'd love to tell. Oh, it. I want to hear that. Yeah. I want to hear that. Well, I think like I tease my son. My son, who's, you know, a youngin, at, likes, likes all the beach boys he likes all this old music and i'm like every if you like one beach boy song you'll like them all yeah Yeah. because they all sound the same (laughs) i think think they do i'm sorry yeah they do and they came out yeah they came out with that crazy song help me something or other i don't know rhonda Rhonda. you never hear that one yeah and people (laughs) sing it to me all the song and you know it's about a rebound relationship think about it Mm-hmm. Help me, Rhonda. Help me get her out of my heart. 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm no rebound girl. <laughs> okay, now you just brought a thought in my head, which is very dangerous, Rhonda. Oh. What did Mr. Mr. Corey, what was that? What song did he sing you to 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 uh, nab you, if you will, or to 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 grab your heart? And you said, Yeah, I know that's Mr. Wright. Uh I think it was a uh it probably was a subway jingle. No, I don't. <laughs> it had something to do with food and it came in my heart that way. I'm like, you're going to take me out to eat. Let's go. He said, no. ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> no, not loving that. <laughs> uh, Dave Ebert wants to know if you missed the Chewy Cam. Yes, Dave, you did. We we did have a little uh, uh, a little peeking at uh, Chewy there. Yeah, Chewy, Chewy, I know. He is. He's getting old, you guys. He's going to be... Are you ready for this? Chewie's going to be 17. Wow. Really? I know. Man. He's I know. almost old enough to vote. He is. He's wow. getting there. He's getting there. 17 years old. Yeah, so we're all getting old. I just had a birthday, too. And so... And uh, you're 17 now as well. And, yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how much fun it is getting older, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yes. Right. Rhonda Corey, uh, Funny Together Tour. Again, you can get that tour coming to your church, uh, wherever you are, uh, funnytogethertour.com. No cost to the church, just host it. Uh, a few volunteers. And listen, you're going to laugh. Uh, you're you're going to laugh yourself silly yep. uh, that night with the crew that she has. Rhonda, we got to have you. We got to have you back. Uh, more often. We miss you. Yeah, I was just thinking I about know. you. I was just thinking about you the other day. I said, uh, we haven't talked to Rhonda in a while. Chewing, Chewy is going to need a facelift, according <laughs> to Dave. Yeah. I know. I miss you guys. It's like, yeah, it's been a minute or two, hasn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah, we'll catch up with you. So let us know what's going on with the tour, and we'll have you back. FunnyTogetherTour.com. Uh, check it out. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.